This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Kego Lasso. Fabrizio Romano joins the show, and we have plenty of breaking news, including... Marco Rose for Munch and Gladbach heading over to Borussia Dortmund at the end of the season. We have the news of Upamecano to Bayern Munich, a lot on Gareth Bell, Tottenham and Real Madrid, and so much more. Que golazo, Fabrizio Romano begins right now. Everybody, welcome to Que Go Lasso on this Monday. And of course, Monday means Fabrizio Romano. Fabrizio, buongiorno. Hello, my friend. Always a big pleasure to be here with you and really excited for this week. We have Champions League back, Europa League back, top leagues having amazing matches and interesting situations. So really excited for this football week. Absolutely. And of course, uh, the Milan Derby later this week. And hopefully Fabrizio will return to talk about that. But I want to begin straight away. News out of the Bundesliga. Huge news. Uh, Fabrizio, set it off. Uh, what do you got for us? Marco Rose is the name. And Marco Rose will be the new manager of Borussia Dortmund for next season, starting from next season. So the agreement has been completed. He has a close in his contract. And that's why Borussia Dortmund are 100% sure that he will be the manager. Also, Borussia Mönchengladbach just confirmed the news. So Marco Rose will be the new manager. They had a lot of options as new manager, but the priority has always been Marco Rose. We discussed about him as the, the main name for many times. Also, when uh, Farrell was sacked and they decided to go for Marco Rose, they were trying to have Marco Rose immediately as new manager, but he's been so respectful with Borussia Mönchengladbach. He said, okay, I want to complete the season with Borussia Mönchengladbach to play the Champions League, and then next season we will see. And he will be the new manager of Borussia Dortmund because they had an agreement. The contract is absolutely ready. So Marco Rose will be the new manager for Borussia Dortmund. And in my opinion, it's an interesting choice, really, because we're talking about a good manager. And this is so important also to try to keep important players like Sancho, like Holland, and we will see. Absolutely. Let me ask you a question here, because this is now perhaps answering a question. And this is something that we talked about in the previous episode with Jimmy Conrad and Heath Beers about why Borussia Dortmund wasn't pulling the trigger quicker because Lucien Favre left in December. And we thought, well, the winter break is coming for the Bundesliga. You have all of January to try and figure it out. Why didn't you hire somebody straight away? And I guess this is the answer. Marco Rosa wanted to wait until the end of the season. Yes, he wanted to be respectful. Uh, as we say many times, obviously, for German clubs, it's not a big problem to know your future in February. For example, in other countries like England or Italy or Spain would be something crazy, but they are used to this kind of situation. So he wanted to be also respectful with Borussia Mönchengladbach. I think it's been a key chapter for his career. So that's why he wanted to be respectful with the team, with the players, with the board of the club, with the president. And he decided to stay till the end of the season. But then obviously the opportunity of training with Borussia Dortmund and this kind of talents and this kind of club is so big. So that's why he said, yes, I'm coming, but next season and not immediately. But they were really trying in December and also in January for Marco Rose many times also paying a fee to Borussia Mönchengladbach. But they said, no, we want to keep Marco and Marco Rose has been respectful with the club. 
Well, there you have it. A huge, huge news from Germany. Let's stay in Germany, Fabrizio, because a major target is already done. Uh, Upamecano, their RB Leipzig center back, is on his way to Bayern Munich this summer. This is a major, major uh, acquisition, especially, of course, as uh, David Alaba is going to Real Madrid. So, you know, this is a big move. Uh, it's staying in the Bundesliga. Many thought that maybe Upamecano was going to leave the Bundesliga, but it's staying in, in the German league. And yes, he will be the replacement for, that, for David Alaba. As you mentioned, we said many times that David Alaba has an agreement, a verbal agreement with Real Madrid. So the agreement is really close and just to be signed between Alaba and Real Madrid. But Upamecano will join Bayern Munich. He's the huge news of these days, just because they found an agreement with the player last week. Like on Thursday, they found an agreement for five years with Upamecano. And it wasn't so easy because Chelsea in particular and also Liverpool were planning for him as new centre-back for next season. Liverpool were just planning and talking sometimes with his agent. Chelsea were so serious. They also did an offer to Upamecano to try to convince him. But Bayern Munich were pressing. They wanted him as the main target. They found an agreement with the player. Then they told to Red Bull Leipzig they're going to pay the release clause. And that's why they completed the deal officially also in the last days and now everything has been has been confirmed so big deal for Bayern Munich we're talking about one of the best centre-backs we had on the market and it's still resulted in February so it would be interesting to see the next step for the centre-backs but for sure the Upamecano one will be the biggest for sure in these weeks all right, let's keep going from one center back to another one. Uh, Botman, uh, the league, uh, uh, very, very talented player. What possibly uh, was going to be one of the players that was going to move in January as Liverpool was looking for uh, a replacement of through all the injuries. That didn't happen. But is the interest still alive, Fabrizio Romano? Yes, is the, um, the interest is absolutely alive for Liverpool and also for Tottenham because both clubs are looking at this player and it will be so interesting to see who's going to win the battle because also other clubs are interested. Yesterday we had some rumours from France about a top English club agreement, finding an agreement with Lille for Sven Botman, but this agent is commenting that it's fake news. There is nothing agreed, so next summer we will see. We had a lot of news about Botman this, this winter, also with the situation of Liverpool, a private flight for Liverpool. There was nothing true. But the player is an interesting centre-back, and as we many times mentioned, will be the summer of centre-backs than the next one. And that's why I think that Botman will be one of the biggest. But at the moment, there is nothing agreed. The price is right because who wants Botman has to pay like 40 or 45 million euro. But at the moment, keep an eye on Premier League clubs, but there is still nothing agreed. All right. Well, let's stay with Tottenham because uh, obviously not a good result this past weekend. Really just looking for answers anywhere uh, under Jose Mourinho as they try to climb up that table. It's not going to be easy, but what's Gareth Bale's future with uh, Tottenham and Real Madrid because I'm, I'm just seeing a few little rumors on social media that there's a lot of dissatisfaction. There's a lot going on with Bale. Well, what's going on with that? And it's true. And it's true just because Tottenham are not happy with Gareth Bale and Jose Mourinho in particular. They were expecting something different. When you sign Gareth Bale, you're obviously expecting something different. So at the moment, it's been really something disappointing for, for Tottenham. Uh, they're expecting something different for the second part of the season. So now it's up to Gareth Bale in the Europa League and in the Premier League. But if the situation will be this one, also for next summer, the player is coming back to, to Real Madrid, 100%. And what I'm told is that Real Madrid want to sell the player to find another solution. They don't want back Bale back in, in the team. So we will see who will be the manager of Real Madrid next season and a lot of factors will be coming in this situation. But for sure, it's so complicated for Bale at Tottenham. 
when they signed him last summer, they wanted him also to stay for more than one year on loan. So they were expecting something different from Gareth Bale. But the situation has been really poor at the moment. And that's why Gareth Bale is probably coming back at Real Madrid. Yeah, uh, I would think so as well, just with everything that's going on. All right, let's talk about uh, the winners against Tottenham this past week. And the one the one team that's just, uh, to be honest with you, arguably the best team in Europe right now, Manchester City, on an absolute roll. Uh, and they're doing business in South America more and more. The partnership with the Bolivian team, Bolivar. Uh, I talked earlier on social media as well about Clyberth Aguilar, the young Peruvian going from Alianza Lima. But now another young star from Fluminense. What can you tell me here as Man City continue to build that youth academy? Yes, and they have really good scouts and they have also an important group as the City group with many clubs so they can work on this kind of talent. It's getting easier for them to do this kind of business. But in this case, we're talking about a talented guy. He's 17. His name is Kaiki from Fluminense. He's 17 years old. He will be in Manchester City not this summer, but in 2022. So they had to wait more than one year to, to have him in Manchester. But we're talking about a striker. He's a talented player. He could play also as a winger. So he's considered from Manchester City scouts as one of the best talents of his age for 17 years old in the world and not only South America. So that's why they're really excited with this guy. They sent him for 10 million euro with add-ons to arrive around 17, 18 million euro. So it will depend by the future of this guy, but for sure also Fluminense were considering him as one of the best talents, but because of the contract, they had to sell the player just because they knew that he wasn't going to extend the contract. Manchester City were so fast on Kaiki. So I'm really curious to look at this guy because I'm 100% sure that will be one of the most interesting for next year. Yeah, and you know, they've had good history, Man City, with Brazilian strikers. You know, people talk about Gabriel Jesus perhaps not being as good as Firmino or others, but people forget he's the all-time uh, scorer in the Premier League for from Brazilian. So, you know, Kaique could be another one. Let's stay with Man City here, Fabrizio. Uh, Sinchenko. You know, there's a lot, you know, he's an underrated player for Manchester City. A lot of a lot of people in the squad, obviously very talented players. But Sinchenko is a very, very consistent fullback. What's the interest here? Yes, I totally agree with you. We are talking about a serious guy, a serious professional. He's a good left back. So it uh, wasn't so easy, you know, last summer, the situation with him, just because in September, Barcelona were interested in Zinchenko. They were trying to do a possible deal on loan with buy option with Manchester City. Manchester City had some weeks where they were considering this kind of opportunity to go for another left back and let, let Zinchenko lead the club for Barcelona. So they had like one week in September with a complicated situation on Zinchenko. Then they decided with Pep Guardiola to keep this player, to give him an opportunity. And wow, we can say that he's having an amazing season. As you say, he's so underrated, but he's really a good player, a talented player, and also and told the serious professional in trainings and more. So the decision for Manchester City is to keep Zinchenko also for the next season, next season, but they are also looking for a new left back. So they probably want also a new, like a backup option for Zinchenko. They are looking also for important left backs, so they will decide in the summer, but for sure they are so happy with this player. And this is not a good news for Barcelona because they were interested in this guy, but at the moment it's really complicated and forget about a possible loan with buy option. This guy has a good value and won't be easy to match it next summer. Well, from uh, one player to another, uh, you know, Premier League and La Liga interest, Lucas Torreira, the Uruguayan defensive midfielder, we haven't seen enough of him with Atletico Madrid. What's the deal with that loan? Uh, is he coming back to Arsenal uh, sooner rather than later? 
I think yes. I think in the summer he will be back at Arsenal. We have a lot of rumors also about Torreira with some Italian clubs like Fiorentina or Inter and some in particular French club like Monaco this winter for the opportunity of in going to immediately in general to, to these clubs. But immediately Atletico Madrid said no, they wanted to keep this player. Also if Torreira is not playing so much, they are fighting to win La Liga. They want to do something important in the Champions League. So that's why Atletico Madrid are pushing to keep the we're pushing to keep the player till the end of the season but Arsenal weren't so happy just because basically the player is, is not playing he's not having his pace so that's why at the end of the season probably Torreira will be back at Arsenal and Arteta will decide with with the team and obviously with Edu Gaspar if keeping the player giving him another chance or letting go again on, on loan or on a permanent deal so at the moment the situation is open with Torreira, but probably is coming back at Arsenal just because with Atletico Madrid, the situation at the moment is not the best one for the player and for Arsenal too. They are the owners of the Torreira, so that's why they're not so happy. Yeah, and I think, well, I just think Atletico Madrid probably didn't realize that, you know, Yangel Herrera can do the job, Condoglia, of course. So the, the pecking order for Torreira to do anything is, is very hard. But, you know, we'll see what happens with the young Uruguayan. All right, somebody that has completely done a 180 is Christian Eriksen. My God, since that fantastic free kick um, against Juventus uh, in Coppa Italia. Um, against AC Milan. Against, against AC Milan. Milan, I'm sorry, it that's right. I, it was the derby. Yeah, That's right, it was, uh, that's right. Uh, <laughs> apologies, uh, Juventus, I didn't mean to give you another loss, <laughs> but uh, the free kick against AC Milan, that's correct. Uh, everything has turned around for Christian Eriksen. It's been amazing. So what's going on? Is he now fully staying? Antonio Conte happy? Eriksen happy? What's going on? Ah, it's really another word. This is crazy. It's like, look at football, what can happen, really. One month ago, they were completely, 100% decided to let him go. Okay, also on loan to Tottenham, to Leicester. They were so open from Inter. Then the situation changed, as you mentioned, with this free kick. Also the player, now it seemed different also on the pitch and outside the pitch. He seems happy with the atmosphere. He was playing as a starter in Coppa Italia against Juventus. He was playing as a starter against Lazio. And yesterday was a key match for Inter for the Serie A. And he was starting instead of Vidal and Gagliardini and many other players. So at the moment, Antonio Conte is talking also about Ericsson in a positive way. They are so happy with him. Obviously, it's not the real Ericsson yet. It's not the, the Tottenham Ericsson yet, I would say, the one we say we seen in the Champions League and more. But he's improving. Inter are happy with him. And let's see for next season, because I'm not 100% sure that Antonio Conte will be the manager of Inter next season. He will decide with the club. He will decide with the owners. So we will see in the coming months. But at the moment, the situation is completely different. So it won't be so easy next summer to go for a loan with buy option or these kind of things. Because now Ericsson is one of the starters of Inter. And it's really incredible, because I still remember at the end of December, the Inter CEO saying, Okay, we are ready to let him go. We are ready to accept also a loan. Now the situation is totally different. So looking football in one month, everything can change. Yeah, he was ready to go. I mean, Tottenham was just playing hardball, but he was ready to go. And yesterday, uh, on Sunday, if you're listening to this on Monday, I saw, uh, Fabrizio, how when Ericsson came off the pitch against Lazio and Antonio Conte put his arm around him and he was like, yeah, it's like there's just a real, real good relationship there. But you bring that caveat It all depends if Antonio Conte stays with Inter Milan, of course. Yes, yes, yes. The manager for, for Inter is key. Obviously, when you have a manager like Antonio Conte, we were talking about the derby with AC Milan and more. When you have this kind of manager, they have a big influence in the club for the transfers, for the players. It's not a normal one. He wants to put in everything in the club. So that's why it will depend by, by Antonio Conte. But why I say that I'm not 100% sure, just because the situation with the club 
uh, you know, they're trying, the inter-owners, Chinese owners, they're trying to sell the club. Let's say it will be part of the club or 100% of the club. So they're going to decide in the coming weeks. But this is so important for Antonio Conte because Antonio Conte wants to win. And it will depend by the new owners what will be the plan for the club. They had a difficult January just because Inter had not signed any player in January. And also next summer, okay, they had Vidal, they had some good players like Hakimi, but they were missing some new players and they were not impossible for them to, to sign new players because of the economic situation in Italy and Inter Milan in particular. So that's why I'm not 100% sure about Antonio Conte future, but it will be so important for Ericsson and for a lot of other players because Inter has important players. All right. Well, um, listen, from one fiery Italian to another, Gennaro Gattuso, you know, I, I may, yesterday's win against Juventus basically saves his job, right? I mean, come on, that's a tremendous victory, even though Juventus were just overwhelmingly trying to get that goal, but Napoli held strong and won one nothing thanks to that Insignia penalty. Gattuso looking good with Napoli uh, after that win. Absolutely. I agree with you. Uh, I'm a big fan of Gattuso because we're talking about Serious guy, great professional, good manager. He's improving. He's so young, but he's doing a good work. And here people doesn't remember that he had some problems with the injuries because they had Ozyman out for five months, four months. And also Dries Merton is not playing because he's injured. So you have to consider also what's going on with the team and not only with the manager. But he's doing a good job and he's saving his job. It was in danger because we had a lot of rumors here in Italy about Rafa Benitez as possible option coming back to Napoli. But at the moment, Napoli are going on with Gattuso. I think, but I think 100% at the end of the season, Napoli and Gattuso uh, will, will end the situation and Gattuso will leave Napoli 100% because he knows that the president is not so happy. So he's completing the season with Napoli, but at the end of the season, they will go for a new manager. And Gattuso has a lot of opportunities because, as we mentioned, he's a good manager. So we will see what's going on. But at the moment, he's staying till the end of the season and he saved his job. And talking about manager, my friend, I want to give you like live the last one I had because it's about a manager we were talking about some weeks ago. It's Marco Rose for Borussia Mönchengladbach. We said many times about the interest of Borussia Dortmund for next season. He was the main name on the list for Borussia Dortmund as new manager for next season. They are not having a good one with Terzic as caretaker manager, but they want a new one for next, for next summer, and the new one will be Marco Rose. It's being confirmed in these minutes from Borussia Mönchengladbach too. So the new manager of Borussia Dortmund for next season will be Marco Rose, in my opinion, an interesting choice. Interesting choice and one that many did predict. We thought that Marco Rose wasn't extremely super happy at staying for the longer period with Mönchengladbach. And when Borussia Dortmund comes knocking, you obviously have to look at it. And what, what do you make of this now? Uh, especially now, you know, it's not like the season's over for neither team and both have Champions League to look ahead to. It's going to be very weird for both Munch and Gladbach to be like, well, we know that you're not staying with us. Uh, and then Borussia Dortmund knowing that something new is coming in, in the summer. I think for German clubs, it's something they're using to, to look at yeah. this kind of situation. You remember what happened, for example, with, with Goetze, with Bayern Munich and Borussia Dortmund in the Champions League. So they're using in this kind of situation and they have a lot of pressure about it. But for example, if it happens in Italy to have a manager moving to one club to the other or in England would be crazy to know it in February. But for German clubs, it's something normal. I think the situation won't be easy in the Champions League, as you mentioned, with Borussia Mönchengladbach and uh, Borussia Dortmund still involved. But they were 100% convinced of Marco Rose. He's always been the priority. He has a close in his contract and that's why Borussia Dortmund 
are 100% sure that he will be the manager next season. And also Borussia Mönchengladbach confirmed the agreement in, in these minutes. But what we can say is that Marco Rose has been so respectful with Borussia Mönchengladbach because in January, many times Borussia Dortmund were trying to anticipate and to have him immediately as new manager of Borussia Dortmund because with Terzic, the situation is not so good in, in the table in Bundesliga. So they were pushing to have Rose immediately as new manager, but he's been so respectful with Borussia Mönchengladbach. He said, I want to complete the season with Borussia. I want to stay here. I want to play the Champions League with Borussia Mönchengladbach and then we will see at the end of the season. And he will be the Borussia Dortmund manager at the end of the season. So interesting because we were talking about this last night with Jimmy Conrad and Heath Pierce about why Borussia Dortmund uh, wasn't being aggressive because Lucien Favre left in December and we thought, why don't you just become aggressive right there and then? And this is the answer. Marco Rosa was like, let's just wait until the end of the season. And that's what Borussia yes. Dortmund has done. Well, yes. see, that's why we have you here, Fabrizio, so you can help me answer those questions. Beautiful. Well, Fabrizio Romano, thank you so much, my friend, and I hope you have a great beginning to your week and, of course, the Champions League and Europa. We will be ready on CBS and on Kegolasso with the Champions League and Europa League, so really excited, and thank you so much, and see you in the coming days. Hey, everybody. I want to thank Fabrizio Romano for joining me today. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Pod. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify, Stitcher. We are on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Lasso. You can watch all the episodes and see my beautiful face and everybody else's. Listen, Champions League and Europa is back. So make sure that you are subscribed. We have two episodes a day. There's a lot of content, previews, recaps. Stay with us the entire week and as the knockout stages return. Have a great, great beginning to your week. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.